You've found Rebirth, a podcast to inspire your emergence. I'm Kate Breton, your guide here, as we listen to stories of intuitive courage and empowered living. Today's episode is Magic in the Mundane. I talk to you about the realization that no matter what is going on, no matter where we are, what we are trying to figure out, part of that journey must include the body. We are in a fast-paced world. There's so much technology. There's so much change. But the vehicle that is ever-present that allows us to move forward, back, and all around is the preciousness of this one body that we inhabit. Thank you so much for listening to Rebirth. Stay connected and learn more at katebrenton.com. And consider joining the Golden Thread, a space to inspire the everyday creative, a space to turn your stories into your mastery. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Rebirth. I want to talk to you today about the body. It seems in some ways we've been talking so much about the body recently, but it actually hasn't been included in the conversation. Isn't that funny? It's like when you were a kid and like you can feel the energy of everybody talking about you, but nobody's talking to you about you. That's sort of how I feel right now about the body. I recently... um, went and got a phenomenal bodywork session with a peer, um, a a brilliant practitioner, Jade Groff. And because of my schedule and and because of a bunch of excuses, I haven't um, received bodywork as much as I probably should, definitely should. And and more importantly, instead of the shoulding, um, instead of making these noises under the microphone at you um I knew better it's not about shoulds I knew better and sometimes when we need support the most it's sort of when we're when we are um we've become accustomed to how we feel like a little stressed in the body and so we're like well you know I know I need it but I gotta keep going gotta keep going but that when you keep a calibration and a higher frequency in the body then you don't tolerate discomfort because you're like that's not necessary so it's it's the accumulation that can actually make us go more off course I didn't have anything particularly wrong with me this isn't about that it was about um needing to move I'm going to say it this way needing to move old stories through because that's really how I see the body you know the bones of your ancestors holding the structure of you and then this flesh and fluid that allows you to move through your life. And yet oftentimes it's the vessel that allows you to be here suffers the negative thinking and that lack of control, meaning that child that is in the room. I mean, do you remember that? Do you remember walking in a room and hearing somebody older? You might not have heard what they were saying, but you know they were talking about you because you're pituitary gland was still active and you had that sense you could feel the energy in the room even if that isn't the language that prickly sensation that something is off here I can feel the thickness in the room even though they're not telling me I know something is going on I can feel it children have that how else are they to cope and navigate a world that they aren't really told the rules of they might be being taught you might be transparent but they don't have the I'm going to say 
societal faculties to perform in necessary ways or to understand societal expectations, but they understand energetic transmissions perhaps more clearly than you and I do, depending on what relationship we have with ourselves. So I left that session remembering, so grateful, remembering what I already knew that it's, to quote Trevor Hall, in and through the body. This life is in and through the body. You can't get around it. I love energy medicine. It's a part of my practice. I love flower essences and meditation, walking and exercise. And there has been this accrual with the past year and a half, this constriction. Some of us are going through um, alchemical processes where like we feel like our perceptions are changing and our landscape is changing and actually it's happening to all of us and what we're seeing and how the land is shifting is changing uniquely for each of us at warp speed and perhaps so fast um, that we don't really have time to process. And I was speaking to this idea earlier about how you know, you can have a moment in your life and your mind can say, I don't have time for that. I got to keep going. I got, there's, I, I, and that's true. You know, I have to keep moving. I have to keep moving. And there's this idea that the, 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 the mind keeps going. The circus keeps spinning the wheel. It, forward motion. Just keep up with the day. Do the laundry. Go to work. Have the, you know, drive the kid to the place. And the body is sitting left with the baggage of the unprocessed trauma. And since I'm a woman, I'm going to say she she's looking in the mind and says okay i'll wait here because at some moment at some time this will be dealt with but i'll hold it i'll hold it here perhaps in a lower back i'll hold it here perhaps in the side rib cage. I'll hold it here, maybe in the left scapula. I'll hold it here in my chest. I'll hold it here in this knee of not knowing how to move forward because there, are dis there is a discrepancy in the perception of the mind and in the reality of the body. And how do I move forward? I need us all together. So I will wait here until you sit down and come join me so we can digest, integrate, and perhaps even release this experience or grow from this experience or contemplate whatever's being asked. I don't know, but I know from my years of body work and I know from my years of teaching and telling stories that just because you don't stop for the learning or the healing or the integration doesn't mean that it's not waiting for you around another corner. The body, I mean, could you, like, I remember when my mom <laughs> and I thought I was like pulling one over on her, I'd have her drop me off at the Sears end of the mall to meet my friends when I was 13, my girlfriend Erica and I would have our parents drop us off at the Sears because nobody was down there. 
you know, and here I am thinking my mom doesn't know the difference, that I'm embarrassed to be seen in public with her. Now, as a mother of a toddler, I am sitting with this reality that this little person whose little hands wants to be on me all day is eventually going to ask me to drop him someplace so he does not have to be physically affiliated with me. <laughs> and it's like, ah, you know, such is the growth of a human. But how many of us are doing that with our body? Shush. Stop talking. I don't want to hear this. This is what we have to do. I don't want to be seen with you like this. No, I don't want to hear about what you can do. I don't want to hear what, what you know, right? Teenager to parent, maybe in your head, because I would never talk to my mother like that. But like, you know, I don't want to hear her perspective on what she knows from the wisdom. And like the, the task, the task of the inner knowing or the parent to be like, I literally... I am literally telling you the truth and you are literally designed not to listen to me, right? So it's like we are all of those ages and that idea of like inner knowing and denial that that parent-child relationship can be like inside of us in this moment with how our mind wants to proceed and what our mind wants and our body's like, do you want to talk to me about this at all? Do you want to talk at all about how I actually work and what I know? Do you want to talk to me about how I, no, oh, you don't, oh, okay, no, you don't not interested. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I mean, I've only allowed you to evolve your consciousness to the point where you've just disowned me. But cool. I'll just sit and wait for you right here. I personally not only believe but have witnessed the miraculous strength of the human form both in its fortitude to carry heavy burdens and in its magnificence to release them. I'm, I'm kind of in awe of it. And you know, I, I'm, I'm very interested in, in um, having, having, um, this freedom of health that I have had for a while where I feel strong in my body. Not everyone has that experience. I, and I understand that. I, I actually, I don't, I can't say I understand that from living it, but I, I do understand that from cross moments and times that I've had with others. And I've seen different people handle that journey in different ways. And I've seen how their spirit and their attitude affects their experience and this might seem like a non sequitur but in the in alignment with the like the the pure divinity of the fact that we're here in this experience I, I was talking to um my Lomi sister who uh, Lindsay who mentioned about not only do we need to turn towards our ancestors and welcome them, sit with them, know them, not have this. I'm going to speak more of this about this in two weeks with you. I just want to plant this seed now, you know, um, be with them, learn of them. Do not, not do not, she did not say do not. And that wasn't the tone of the conversation. It was more like relieving ourselves of this burden of isolation that we are, you know, not the culmination of so many choices. What is it like a thousand choices bring up, bring our incarnation, our birth. But perhaps we can turn our head forward and start to pray for our children 
not yet born who are destined and reliant upon our current consciousness and choices for their gift of being. You might hear Nui commenting on that. And perhaps that invitation of are we present and in our presence can we look over one shoulder to those that allowed us to be here and in another moment can we look over our shoulder of those that are yet to come whether we birth them or not or they are simply a part of our family tree because there are so many roles there are so many spaces there is so much love there are a thousand choices there is a miraculous, miraculous confluence of events that happen for one child to blink their eyes open. For a spirit to inhabit form. For divinity to live in and through the body. To have the opportunity to live a full life. Thanks for tuning and we'll talk more about this soon. I think these are important conversations. You know, I think getting friendly with the vehicle that allows you to have the thoughts with the feet that allows you to walk towards or away from something to maybe spend just a moment or two, a moment or two to reacquaint yourself with the relationship with the body that allows you to hear this podcast now. Thank you so much for listening to Rebirth. Stay connected and learn more at katebrenton.com and join the Golden Thread, a space to inspire the everyday creative.